Now, here's everybody's favorite millennial. Once again, it's your lips. It's so good. Adam Crowley. <laughs> on ESPN Pittsburgh. It is one of the best days of the year on the Crowley Show. It is our 2018 March Mania Madness as the bracket was unveiled yesterday. And now you get a chance to win great prizes. We are live at Sensi's in Wexford. Come on by and you have an opportunity to decide your fate in terms of the prizes. If you call in at 412-922-2874, it's random. It's not as much fun. As I mentioned, the number 412-922-2874. What's at stake? If you get a team, and that's what happens. You call in, we'll give you a team. You show up here at Sensi's, we'll give you a team. And if you get a team, you get a $10 Sensi's gift card. If your team advances to the round of 32, you get the Sensi's gift card and the ESPN Pittsburgh shirt. If you go to the Sweet 16, you get a $50 gift card to the Carlton, which is downtown in Pittsburgh. To the Elite Eight, you get a $50 gift card to the Walnut Grill. If you go to the Final Four, you get a $100 gift card to Heinz Healy's downtown. If you go to the championship game, you can get foursomes to Old Stonewall Golf Club and the grand prize for the national champ, you get a trip 4-2 to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel and two rounds of golf for two. So it's the best prize we give away all season long. It's my favorite day of the year, and we talk about this all the time. People fake their knowledge of the NCAA tournament. They fake it. We don't fake it here. We know what we're talking about. So we'll tell you everything you need to know about the team that you get if you call in at 412-922-2874 or if you show up here at Sensi's. Now, what we're going to do if you show up at Sensi's is we've set up a tiny red solo cup, and we've got ourselves a pong ball. If you drill one in the water you get a seed from 1 through 8. If you miss, you get a seed 9 through 16. So if you make it, you got a much better shot. You've actually got an opportunity to control something here. If you call in, you don't have much of an opportunity to control anything. It is just all random. We're going to give you the real stuff, though. The real analysis. We got Tom back in the studio. He works his butt off. He's watched every college basketball game this season, every single one. He'll tell you if the team that you got is sexy or not. Now, I've got my opinions. Tom's got his. We'll have some arguments. It'll be fun. We got ball. Yesterday was awful, I thought, the selection show on TBS. Why change something if it's broken? I was driving in, and I like Mark. He's friend of mine we got the great pittsburgh sports debate coming up on wednesday mark madden of course and he said that he would make some changes to the ncaa tournament you don't need to make changes to the ncaa tournament people love it people are going to skip work for it billions of dollars are going to be gambled it's the best sporting event that we've got in this country things don't need to be changed much like the tbs selection show nothing needed to be changed and yet They announced all the teams that we already knew were in the tournament first. You can try to get suspense going. You can try to get people all nervous, and that's one thing. But making everyone else have to sit through that is just absolute nonsense. Really, only a couple of teams thought that they were going to get in that didn't wind up getting in. So it's kowtowing to them as opposed to everyone else who's watching. I find that 
to be ridiculous. You found the Crowley Show where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Nobody knows the rules in the NHL anymore, uh, including Mike Sullivan, who yesterday said that he did not know that the Stars could challenge because they already used their last time out. And that stinks because Mike Sullivan's as good of a coach as there is in the National Hockey League. He's won eight straight playoff series, back-to-back Stanley Cups. The guy's pretty darn good. If he doesn't know, then a lot of people don't know. Jesse Marshall, who we have on the show all the time, did not know the rule there either. So if those two don't know the rule, then nobody's going to know the rule. As for goaltender interference, nobody at all has any idea what's going on there, including Jamie Benn, who the Penguins played yesterday, who tweeted out when the Penguins played the Toronto Maple Leafs, there you go, Brian Dumoulin, two minutes in the box for scoring. I think that the National Hockey League needs to find a line when it comes to goaltender interference, and I think when it comes to challenging for offsides, I'm all right with it. It makes sense. You want to get some things right, but I don't like the fact that you have to keep your damn skate on the ice. Evgeny Malkin straddling the line, probably like Alex's sister at the strip club, and he needs to keep his skate on the ice. It's against the spirit of the rule to make sure his skate's down. You can change the verbiage there and not affect the rule all that much. That's what I'd like to see them do going forward. Uh, allow Malkin's skate to be in the air. Allow whomever's skate to be in the air. But don't change anything else about the rule. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Jason Mackey from the Post-Gazette going to be joining us in 14 minutes here on the show to break down all that and the fact that Evgeny Malkin is just on a different planet right now than everyone else in the National Hockey League. He's got 49 points his last 28 games. He's a point now behind Nikita Kucherov for the league's lead in scoring, and Malkin was 20 points back, oh, not all that long ago. He's the MVP of the National Hockey League because since he's gone off on that torrent pace, the Penguins have gone 21-8-1. The Penguins were on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Now the Penguins are the number one seed in the Metropolitan Division. So if you're talking about value to the team, he provides it. If you're talking about best in the league, he's one goal off the lead. He's one point off the league, so he's the best there too. Malkin to me is the MVP. Malkin to me has put this team on his back. The Penguins are where they are in large part because of that guy. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I thought yesterday was about as good of a defensive game as the Penguins could play. They held Dallas, one of the best offensive teams in the league, with great talent to just 18 shots. They did a really good job salting the lead away. And I thought they played fantastic away from the puck. This might have been their best defensive performance of the season. Mike Sullivan says that they played their best game away from the puck. Casey DeSmith was fine in goal, but if the Penguins are going to keep giving up 18 shots, they're going to be fine. They're going to be better than fine. In fact, yesterday was a playoff performance. The Penguins have won 14 of 15 at home, and they now have the best home record in the National Hockey League. They're on fire. 412 My West Virginia Mountaineers lost to Kansas 
in the Big 12 championship game, not because they choked, but because Kansas hit every damn shot they put up, going 17 at 25 from three. Let's see who winds up getting Kansas in our Bud Light March Mania contest. We'll start off here in the first segment, giving away our first team. We'll go to Brad first up here on Hi, the Crowley Adam. Show. I'm great, Brad. How you doing? Very well, thank you. You ready to not be doing as well? Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, a couple years ago I got a 16 seed, so who I got now? <laughs> well, you're better than that. You got Marshall, the 13th seed in the East region. They're going to play Wichita State in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I actually feel fairly confident that they can make a move there. I don't know if they're a sweet 16 caliber team, but I think that they could shock someone. You could get the Sensi's gift card and an ESPN Pittsburgh shirt. How's that sound? Hey, that sounds great. Thank you, Adam. Hey, appreciate it. Take care, Brad. You too. 412-922-2874. Tom, is Marshall sexy in your opinion? No. All right, good talk. I like them a little bit just because they've got the brother of Mike D'Antoni, and he's an oh, analytics that's guy. Point. That's a great point. They chuck threes, man, about as much as anybody in the country, and they shoot the ball at the 14 second of the shot clock on average every time down the court. They just chuck it, and they don't give two bleeps. They are an analytics-driven team. They think the corner three is the shot that matters most, so they're going to try to get that as much as possible. And Wichita State, they're a good team, but they're not as good as they have been in the past. Let's go to Frank next up here on the Crowley Show. What's up, Frank? How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. You ready for your team? Yes, I am, sir. We got you Nevada, the seventh seed out of the south. Okay, sounds good. We'll go yeah. with that. It'll Anything be okay. Anything can happen, huh? You know that's right. That's hey, right. Hey, an, an eight seed won the NCAA tournament before, so it might be okay. Uh, that's really, right. Really appreciate the call, Frank. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you, madam. I hate to break to it you. to Frank, man, but he's one and done. They're yeah. done. <laughs> one and done. I'm sorry, Frank. Okay, Good. buddy. Good luck thank to you. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Frank gets Nevada. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be Texas. But here's the thing. You never know. We were talking before the show in the meeting that at some point in the history of the tournament, we're going to see a one seed lose to a 16. And when that happens, all these jackasses are going to come out of the woodwork and they're going to pat themselves on the back and they're going to say, yes, I picked it. I knew it. I went out on a limb. Meanwhile, that guy probably filled out 25 brackets. Well, it can happen. It's going to happen. So to say Nevada is for sure going to lose to Texas and doesn't have a chance to make a run, I'm never going to say that. But I don't love their chances. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. We'll go to Jeff now. Next up on the Crowley Show. Hello, Jeff. Hi. How you doing? I'm good, man. Who do you want? Tell me what team you want. Um, you know, any one seed, but West Virginia is my team, man. I'm telling you. Atta boy. I wish I could give them to you. But I am giving you Houston. And Tom. Oh, oh baby, Jeff. With, with oh, music. baby. He's telling you he thinks they're a sexy pick here. Oh, Jeff. You got lucky, my man. Houston, first of all, don't let this team get hot, Jeff. This team gets hot, and they are making a run. Yeah. That was good, man. Good luck, Jeff. Go Mountaineers. See, I don't agree with you, Tom. I don't think Houston's sexy at all. Oh, they're so sexy. I don't think so. Oh, they're hot, man. I think San Diego State's the sexy pick out of that one. You know what? That's just a sexy matchup in general. Oh, do you got San Diego State? Oh, they're sexy, too. They're sexy, too. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, boy. A battle of the sexies. Houston's pretty good. I watched them play both Cincinnati and Wichita State at times this year, and they've got a couple of good wins. They've got a guy named Gray who was outstanding in the American Athletic Conference tournament. The guy is a stud, and San Diego State is going to need to be able to handle that guy, and if you don't, you don't have an opportunity to win that matchup. 412-922-2874. Let's give away. Who we give that one to, Tom? Uh, the last lost, one? I already lost it, yeah. We gave uh, Jeff Houston. It was Jeff. Okay. Yes, yeah, uh, I think Sal's up next. Yeah, Sal is up next. And does Sal get a sexy pick? He'll find out here momentarily. Sal, how are you yeah, today? Well, good, how are you? I'm good, man. Who do you want? Who do I want? I'll take Villanova, Michigan State. Yeah, we're going to give you Auburn. Auburn. Oh, well, Charles Barkley would be happy with that. Charles Barkley would be happy. Tom, not so much a fan. Here's the deal, Sal. They're beat up. They are. I know. Yep. And you know what I just did? I just accidentally gave you a team I wasn't supposed to give you. I was supposed to give you Providence. I gave you Auburn. So that actually works out better for you, Sal. Uh, you're supposed to give me. I'll take Providence. Uh, you want, Provi- you want uh, Providence instead of Auburn? I would take Providence. Do you want Providence or Auburn? Oh, boy. Tom's got, Tom's got Providence being sexy. I like Providence a lot. I All like right, Providence. Because- I'll take Providence. All right. Sal's going to get Providence. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that team. They're better than Auburn. Hey, they went for the Big East Championship, and thanks for the call, Sal. Best of luck to you. I really hope now that Providence does not go as far as Auburn, (laughs) because he'd have blown himself there. Oops, that's poor phrase. 412-922-2874. We're at Sensi's in Wexford for the Bud Light March Mania contest. If you come here to Sensi's during the breaks, we'll let you shoot some pong balls at our really tiny cup here. And if you drill it, you get a 1 through an 8 seed. If you miss it, you get a 9 through a 16. So if you make it, you got a much better chance, obviously, of advancing in this tournament we've set up. And one more time for the prizes. If you sign up, you get a $10 Sensi's gift card. So that right there is enough reason to get on here. Get up here, pardon me. If if you that's my man over here saying that's three beers in the happy hour. You're darn right it is. If you advance to the round of 32, you get an ESPN Pittsburgh shirt. If you go to the Sweet 16, that's a $50 gift card to the Carlton downtown. Very nice place. Elite 8, it's a $50 gift card to the Walnut Grill. Final 4, get you a $100 gift card to Heinz Healy's downtown. Make yourself look good. Final game, foursomes to the Old Stonewall Golf Club. That's a golf foursome. Just get your mind out of the gutter. And if your team wins the championship... You get a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel, double occupancy, and two rounds of golf for two included, so that's pretty darn badass. Phone lines are jammed. Get your butt on down here to Sensi's. Coming up next, we've got Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette to break down the Penguins. We'll also give away some teams. You're listening to the Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. Okay. We are live at Sensi's for the Bud Light March Mania contest. It is the Crowley Show. 412-922-2874 is the way you can get in line. And if you show up here, we'll give you a team. You just got to sink a shot to get a seed 1 through 8, 9 through 16 if you miss the shot. We've only had one person make the shot so far, Zach. So he gets North Carolina, the two seed out of the West. And 
Maybe not like that. Oh, come on, Tom. What do you mean, no? You know what? They're going to lose to the Providence Friars. In no round way. Two. Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. Those no sexy way. Friars, baby. Not happening. Sal will be happy, though, because Sal had Auburn, and now Sal has Providence. North Carolina, though, pretty darn good. Ten losses in a second seed. That means they beat a lot of people. They got better as the year moved along. We'll get some phone calls. Oh, would you get out of here with that, Tom? We'll get to some phone calls coming up in a few minutes. First, though, we turn to our friend Jason Mackey from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette to talk about some weird stuff that happened this weekend in the torrid pace of Evgeny Malkin. What's up, Mac Daddy? Nothing, pal. How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm plowing through calls. I'm meeting a lot of nice people out here at Sensi's. Do you want to get involved in the contest, Mackie? I don't know if you're allowed, though, now that you've signed that iHeart contract. <laughs> it's not signed yet, pal. Oh! Gotta, not that I'm hedging. I'm just, you know, waiting for it to arrive in the old email inbox. But, ah. Um, probably yeah, I, I, snail I would mail. imagine I'm probably prohibited. What is the contest? Who knows? Maybe I, maybe I would and probably wouldn't even be any good at it. Well, you just have your wife call up. No, I mean, if you call yeah, up... That's true. You call up, it's random, but if you're here and you shoot it and you make it into our solo cup, you get a seed 1 through 8 in the NCAA tournament, 9 through 16 otherwise, and the grand prize that you could win is a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel, double occupancy, and two rounds of golf for two. Wow. Mr. Mackey could have himself some fun. It is. You always sound excellent. That's my poor transition. Uh, the Penguins were excellent yesterday. That might be a little bit better, Jason. And it sounds like the team, the coaches, everyone feels like this might have been their best defensive performance of, uh, of the season. No, I agree. I agree. And I think what last night boils down to for me is they did a lot of things well that they're going to have to do in the playoffs. And you could sort of pick and parse what those are. But they got solid goaltending, their power play, scored a key goal. They got past some, um, I don't know if you want to call it, they showed some resilience or, or got past a key moment in the game with that stupid offside call. Um, you know, they didn't have a ton of offense going, but they were opportunistic enough. Um, so yeah, that's what they need in the playoffs, and it was a good primer for that. Um, don't discount how good of an offensive club Dallas is and what they did to shut them down. Um, to your point, Adam, just maintaining good gaps, managing the puck well, it showed what kind of effort the Penguins can turn in when they actually want to, and I think that should be encouraged. But there was a lot about last night's game to like. They've won so many games with some high scores and by large goal differentials, but they won a close one, and they were due to do it. It seemed like they played really well away from the puck, too, Jason. You, you talked about maintaining good gap. I thought that they played just a beautiful defensive game from that standpoint and uh, the back checking of this team not that you wouldn't think that they'd be all in at this point but you just saw it up and down the lineup i thought yesterday yeah and they put pucks in important places um you hear patrick hornquist talk about this a lot and you hear him talk about it a lot because it's what he does very well but uh put pucks in behind their knees and watch the penguins you know not that they want to play a dump and chase game i mean they're going to take the opportunities off the rush when they're there but when you're putting pucks in places that, you know, if you throw it deep, the team's obviously not going to have an odd band rush the other way. You're going to make them turn around, get the puck, bring it out. You know, you're making them expend energy doing things other than playing offense. 
But if you cough it up at your own blue line and you're giving a team a quick strike opportunity, it's a little bit different. And it was more of the latter than the former for the Penguins. But I thought last night they were very good with that stuff. They were very physical when they had to be. They blocked some key shots. Even Carter Rowney um, sort of stands out when I say blocked a couple key shots. But um, that's the kind of stuff they need. And it's you know it's not like they need to beat teams to a pulp. Um, they don't need to play a, a trap or any sort of boring game. It's just they need to have a little bit of those elements. Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, joining me here on the Crowley Show. This isn't sexy to talk about, but I'm talking about it anyway. That full line looks okay with Josh Joris in there. I think he's played pretty well these first couple of games. Yeah, Joris has been okay. Uh, probably a little bit better than I anticipated. I'm guessing better than you anticipated. But um, I don't think Brian Rust is far off from returning, Adam, uh, at least not far off from rejoining practice, and that'll sort of throw a wrinkle into the equation there because uh, I'm not sure what you do when he comes back. I mean, obviously, Rust is going to come back and play a prominent role, but who do you take out of the lineup? And I would say at this point it's either Joris or Carter Rowney. And, yeah, I, I've i been impressed with Carter Round, or uh, Joris enough that it gives me reason to sort of, you know, think about who I want in there. Uh, I think ultimately Rowney will probably get that assignment because he kills penalties and can take faceoffs. Um, you know, it, 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 Joris is basically a 5-on-5 guy with a, you know, he can take faceoffs equally as well as Rowney, but... Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting discussion, but I, they need to get more from the fourth line. All right, Jason, I have to bring this up. You know what I'm about to get into. Which one would Daniel you like to talk Strong, about first? Baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about offsides or goalie interference first? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to Daniel Sprong out. All right. Well, you, didn't, I don't you care. still you, you pick, still man. you Your still show. you still didn't answer me, Mackie. Well, you didn't ask a question. Uh, I guess that's fair. Well, we'll start with goaltender interference. If that's goaltender interference, then, I mean, call off the playoffs. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, that's yeah. it's, it's so absurd that's called goaltender interference, and I'm afraid, Jason, that that sets some sort of precedent that we're going to see calls like that made in crucial moments. Please tell me it's not going to happen. I can't sit here and say that, Adam. Uh, I think we probably are going to see something decided on a spin-the-wheel sort of goaltender interference call, and it's a huge problem. Um, Here's where I thought that that play in Toronto broke down. I'm actually okay with them calling goaltender interference at first. Like, if you see a goaltender, if you see something make contact with the goaltender's head and your automatic reaction is to call something, fine. I'm all for protecting their head. But after taking another look at that, they should have realized the puck crossed before the contact was made, that Dumoulin was pushed in by Hainsey, that the contact wasn't that bad, and then you say, okay, that's a good goal. Like, if, if it takes a second look just because the guy's head was involved, I understand it. But at this point, both of these things, and, and we'll get to the offside next, to me it's a rule just for the sake of having a rule, or an issue just for the sake of having an issue. And why in the world is Mike Sullivan not allowed to challenge that? I, I don't understand that. I mean, you should be allowed to have them look at it, whatever it is. Say, I disagree with you, I'm challenging it. And even so, they might have come back with the same thing, and then at that point you're mad, but at least you've got to use your challenge. And right. Yet last night, you have Ken Hitchcock challenging something without a timeout, 
Now explain this to me. I don't understand this whatsoever. He can challenge offside if he does not have a timeout. It's penalized to the two minute minor. But he can't challenge goaltender interference without a timeout. It's asking. What? It doesn't make any sense. I here's so, here's where Sorry, Jason. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so sticking with we'll get to the we'll get to the offside because duh for the love of God. The goaltender interference, I'm okay with it being one of two ways. A if you call a penalty on the ice, you can review that, like you were just talking about. Or B, just don't call the penalty on the ice, and then have the ability to review it. And then, if you deem that it was malicious, upon further review, then you can initiate, or then you can call or institute the penalty. And that's what I don't understand. The fact that they called it a penalty on the ice makes it so the Penguins, no matter how much bitching and moaning they did, could get that back, and that's irritating to me. Yeah, or just change the rule and that you can challenge, even yes. if you call a penalty on the ice. Like, like and that's that probably better. If you want to take head safety seriously enough, and believe me, I think the NHL should do more of that, call a penalty on the ice. That's fine. Just allow it to go. Do whatever you have to do. But allow it to be adjudicated again. Instead, they don't. Instead, there's this you know, red tape here for absolutely no reason other than the fact that it exists. It makes no sense. It is archaic. It is. It, it speaks to how woefully behind the times the NHL is with some stuff. And as a whole, if we look at both of these scenarios, look, we're trying to generate more offense. Are we not in the NHL? Yes. Like Nobody ever turned the game on and say, oh, boy, I really hope I see a 2-1 score tonight. You know, I hope I see a lot of defense. And, and, you know, I mean, those games can be entertaining, but if you're a casual fan, why would you want to sort through that mess? You know, don't you turn on the thing? You want to see back and forth? You want to see excitement? You want to see four, three, five, four, whatever? And you're just killing your product. It's yet another reason that the NHL just screws up how to market itself. You know, not putting important games on the NBC Sports Network. Not, you know, selling their stars and, and highlighting their best players. And then you put this mess out there? I mean, come on, that hurts all of us. Jason, as for the offsides... I think that they should eliminate having to have your skate on the ice. I've just always thought that was stupid. Uh, I've played hockey before, and, I mean, I know a lot of people who play hockey who, yeah, they talk about dragging the foot, but uh, it's a half an inch off the ice, and that's going to happen yep. all the time. That, to me, just totally defeats the spirit of the rule. If Malkin's straddling the blue line, he's onside. Like, kiss my ass. <laughs> He's onside. Yep. Uh, that sucks. So if you eliminate that, then you can still be sure to catch the egregious Daniel Briere type plays if you just take that one little minute rule out of it. You know what else we could do, Adam? You could use common sense. Like, I, I honestly <laughs> feel like at Major League Baseball games, right, they have an official score who determines hit, error, whatever, whether run is unearned or earned. The NHL is getting to the point where it seriously needs an official score. But instead of, like, looking at, you know, whether something is a hit or an error, you need to look at it and say, are we being stupid here? Like, are we making this more complicated than it is? Are we interpreting the rules the right way? And have consistency in how those guys are trained and how they think and how they operate and who does that job. We seriously need an arbiter of common sense at NHL games. You can just sit there and tell me that that goal was impacted in any way by Evgeny Malkin being offside. And somebody will say, oh, it's the process of the goal being scored. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was a dude straddling the blue line. All, all we are, we're, we're picking and parking video. We would have never 
ever given that a second thought if it wasn't reviewable, if we could look for something that's possibly wrong in the process of a goal being scored. But that had nothing to do with the goal itself. And again, you take a goal off the board, which for, yep. the, for the NHL to do to me is just absolutely maddening. Jason Mack in post hey, that yeah. If we're talking about an off-the-rush play where somebody's in the zone and he gets the puck and goes down, and it, you know, that's fine. Take that one off the board. I am all for playing by the rules and, t- and you know, these things are here for a reason. But they weren't there to, you know, police things this way. We're taking it too far. No, and it's the same thing in baseball as far as I'm concerned, Jason. When a guy's butt cheek comes half an inch off the base as he's sliding on it, he's on the damn base. That's not what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to fix things like the 85 World Series. It's supposed to make sure that perfect games aren't ruined. Stuff like that. When a guy's ass is an inch off the base, give me a freaking break. Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, Jason, Evgeny Malkin is stupid good. It's just, oh, my God, watching him play right now. I don't know if you can play better in today's National Hockey League. Am I right in thinking that I'm not hearing enough nationally about him winning the MVP? Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, those conversations are weird, too. Uh, you know, as much as I don't want to put any of this on Gino, like if he was around to talk about it and available to talk about it more, I think there would be more of a buzz. Um, but he just, you know, it's kind of not his style and whatever. But is he playing the best right now out of anybody? I think so. Is he playing a huge role on his team that very well can win the division? Absolutely. Is he going to win uh, the Rocket Richard and, and potentially the um, Art Ross? Yeah. And if he does both of those things, if he does all that stuff, I think he should win the heart. Um, I'm right. You know, I, I just, I don't buy into the whole buzz thing. I feel like it's biased and, you know, it's going to come out of, you know, if somebody's doing that in Toronto, like, yeah, of course there's going to be more buzz because it's different than Pittsburgh. But Malkin has just been out of his mind right now. Um, you know, best player in the league, in my opinion. I think he deserves to win the Hart Trophy. Um, he'll get my vote as things continue the way this is. Uh, but it's just been absolutely incredible, the run he's on. I do, too. I don't see how he doesn't at this point. Hell, yesterday they wipe a point off the board, and I was irritated because I thought, come on, he's going for the damn scoring title here, and then he winds up getting one in the empty net. Something the Penguins couldn't buy early in the season, by the way, and Evgeny Malkin make sure that that's not going to be the case any longer. I think, Jason, that this is the best he's played since 2009. Uh, are you hearing to use that word that you don't like again, any buzz from people within the organization or around the team that think the same. Did I lose you, Jason? I think I lost Jason. We're having phone problems, which is good whenever you are giving away all kinds of stuff via the phone. Since that doesn't work, come on by to Sensi's here in Wexford. We've got our March Mania giveaway here Uh, a lot of great prizes to get to i'll answer my question that i had for jason to me this is the best that i'm getting malkins played since 2009 and it's not fair to him to say and it's not even close because last year in the playoffs he was outstanding Uh, he played outstanding throughout the 2012 2013 season 
Uh, he was the best player in hockey prior to the Penguins losing to the Philadelphia Flyers in the playoffs that year. So he's playing the best that anybody's playing in the National Hockey League right now. But is he playing far and away better than he's ever played before? Nah, I don't think so. I think he's at the top of his game, better than everyone, better than he's ever been, pardon me. Eh. 412-922-2874 is the number that I give out via habit, and it doesn't matter because you can't use the phone lines right now. Coming up next, it's my five-minute major. Speaking of majors, is Tiger back? Tom has an opinion. It's the Crowley Show. Phones are back after we got hit by a meteor or something. I'm not going to blame Tom because it's not Tom's fault. I will blame Alex even though it's not his. 412-922-2874 is the number to get in line for the Bud Light March Mania Contest giveaway. We've got a bunch of callers on the line now. I'm not going to keep resetting it every two minutes. So after we get through this batch of callers, I'll tell you exactly what you're competing for. I will tell you the grand prize. If the team that you get wins the national championship, you get a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel. That's double occupancy, which I haven't been able to say correctly yet. And it's two rounds of golf for two included. Let's go to Larry next up here on the Crowley Show through all the madness. What's going on, Larry? How are you? We got you, Larry. Oh, no. Do we got you now, Larry? Let me try it. Now. Hey, Larry, how are you? I'm doing great, and you? <sighs> I think I'm in foul trouble. Uh, it's early in the game. I'm in foul trouble. People will be shooting free throws the rest of the way. That's We're in major, right major foul yeah, trouble. We're in major foul trouble. Yeah, major foul trouble. What do you want, Larry? Who do you want? Who do you want? Oh, I'd love to have Gonzaga. I'm going to give you Auburn. How's that sound? I'll take Auburn. <laughs> They're... Tom. They stink. Tom. They stink, Larry. They stink. Hey. Tom, well, so I'd rather have Gonzaga or, or Kentucky. Newsflash, Larry. Gonzaga stinks, too. Oh, <laughs> no. I'd give them to you, Larry, if I could. So, That's okay. Thanks for playing along. We got you, Auburn, and I think you got a good shot to move on. 412-922-2874. Auburn's banged up now. Bruce Pearl tried to get in a damn fight with a strength and conditioning coach. Wait, did he really? Yes, at the end of that championship. Oh, that cha- that might change everything for me. That's do you, awesome. Do you think that's like a coach getting a technical? Do you think that spurs them on, Tom? I don't know, but I want that kind of fire in my coach going into March. Auburn's so small, though. That's the yeah. Issue. They're they're done. They're they're a fraud. But aren't you a big SEC fan? Don't you think the SEC is really good this year? I do, but I just think Auburn doesn't fit into that mold. Like I, I like teams like Bama and Florida and Arkansas. I think those are the real SEC teams. Oh, so you like the bad SEC teams? Yeah, exactly. Okay, very good. Let's go to Mike next up here on the Crowley Show. Oh, for the love of God. Hello, Mike. How are you, Adam? In foul trouble. Who do you want? Uh, well, I'm afraid to ask. I'm just going to throw myself on Crowley Mercy. How about that? <laughs> I like that a lot. And here's the deal, Mike. I'm not, gonna, I'm not allowed to give you who you want. But I'm hoping that one of these times someone's going to say who they want and we're going to be able to. But we'll give you Cincy, the two-seed out of the South. They had a really good year. Oh, Uh-oh. no, Tom. Tom, stop crapping all over this. Mike wants, <laughs> Mike wants Cincy. Mike, I'm I, sorry, but they play in a fraud conference. I, I don't make the rules here. 
No, you know what? If I could be there with you guys, I'd buy everybody a beer. But I'm I'm throwing myself on the Crowley mercy, so I'll take Cincy and I'll <laughs> and I'll go with it. So you're telling me that you think, Mike, that if you were here, you could buy us? I would buy the whole crew a beer or oh, a drink boy. of your choice. Oh boy! If he did that, we'd be giving him zags. If he did that, we'd be giving him exactly what he wanted. We can be bought. We're like the NCAA. We can be bought here. There's no question about that. Yeah, it's not that. hard. It's not hard at all to buy us. Let's go to show P1, my man, Braden. Braden, Georgia, not in the field. So who do you want? Uh, a contender. I'll, I'll take anyone that's a slight contender. I got you one, pal. How's Purdue? I don't know. I don't watch basketball. You know this. <laughs> Braden, what do you think about Rick Pitino uh, maybe being the Georgia head coach? Yeah, that's, I, I, don't, I don't care. It's, it's, it's not football. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for calling in and not giving a rip about whatever we're doing here, Braden. My hey, God. I just want to win. That is true. I respect it, Braden. Yeah, I, I respect, respect the hustle. That. Yeah, the Crowley is strong in you. Goodbye. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Tom, not a big Purdue guy. I hate Purdue. I, I think Purdue is, is 100% not making it out of the first weekend here. you got to put that out in the universe, man, that hate. I hate Purdue. I, 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 I can't stand them. They were, when I separated my lists here, I have sexiest, sexy, meh, and gross. Purdue was in gross before I even finished writing the word gross. They're, they're terrible. So because you love the bottom of the SEC so much, you've got to think Arkansas is going to beat them in round two. Exactly. You're exactly right. No, that's, that, that, you want to talk about gross. That's gross. Nope. Purdue's got Isaac Haas, so they got the best big man in the country. Well, that's not true. Whoa! One of the, one DeAndre of best... Ayton would like a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I realized what I did after I did it. They got one of the best big men in the country. They shoot the three very well, and they can defend. Now, the Big Ten is not a great conference. I think it's very top-heavy, but they're one of the teams that makes it top-heavy. I don't think they're a great basketball team. I was in love with them earlier, but I got them going to the Elite Eight. I got them going all the way to beat Florida eventually. You know what? With Purdue, though, if they get hot... Look out. They're one of those teams, man. If they get hot and on a roll, they could do they could win it all. So if they start playing well, then they're no longer Then they could do gross. well. Exactly. Okay, very good. You are a piece of work. We're gonna go to Johnny. He's been waiting for a long time. Johnny next up on the Crowley show. Hello, man. What's up, fellas? Who do you want, Johnny? Ah, dude, I mean I hate the team as a fan, but I mean if you're really asking me, I gotta take some rock chalk. Well, I'm not going to be able to give you Kansas, but I am able to give you the number one overall seed in the entire tournament, UVA. How do you like that? I will take it. That's a, got a, they got a real tough pass, but Virginia is for lovers, so we're lined up perfectly. Oh, I like this guy. I know Tom is not a big fan of Virginia. Here's what happened in Virginia, though. They're the number one seed in the entire tournament. Matt, or pardon me, Johnny, they got royally F-tier. They, gotta they play, did. They got to play Arizona or UK in the second round. Toughest region by far. Basically, anybody, anybody in the tournament with Virginia got screwed. Yeah, that blows. With Virginia, anybody with Virginia in their name got screwed. Ask Bobby Huggins. But, no, I love it. Yes. Thank you, Bob. I, 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 and if I, go to, if I go to Myrtle, I'll, I'll take you with me. Johnny. See you. 412-922-2874. Got another spot open. Another phone line open, assuming that we don't get hit by another meteor and have things totally scramble on us again uva is really good they just are but the issue is the region that they're in it sucks and i don't mind the two seed that they got cincinnati cincinnati is like a poor man's virginia uh, i don't think that the three seeds that great they got tennessee they could have gotten a lot worse in michigan 
I don't love Miami. I, in fact, think Miami's going to lose in the first round. But it's that immediate matchup, UK and Arizona, that I think it's going to be Arizona. And I think Arizona's good enough to be one of the four number one seeds in this tournament. Not to say that they deserve it based on their resume, but their talent level. And DeAndre Ayton, who is the best big man in the country, that's going to be a tough matchup for anyone. And that's going to stink that UVA has to play them in the sweet 16. But how about Johnny? He wanted a one seed, got a one seed. Does Wayne get what Wayne wants? Wayne, what do hey you Hey, guys, want? how you doing? Good, man. <laughs> I can't believe I got called in. I can't believe I got in. Well, so you're getting at least a $10 Sensi's gift card, so you could do a lot worse than that. And if this team makes it to the Sweet 16, then you would get a ESPN Pittsburgh shirt. You would get a $50 gift card to the Carlton. You'd get... If you go to the Elite Eight, a $50 gift card to the Walnut Grill. Four, final four, you get a $100 gift card to Heinz Healy's. And if you were one of the two final teams, foursomes to Old Stonewall. And if you win the grand prize, it is a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel and two rounds of golf for two included. So here's who you're going to get, Wayne. We're going to give you Ohio State. Ohio State? Yes, sir. Not, not bad. Not bad at all. Oh, right? it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Good luck to you, sir. Tom, you're just pooping all over everyone's hopes and dreams here. Look, man, I like the teams I like, and none of these teams you're giving out so far are the teams I like. Why don't you like Ohio State? You know what? They, Alex was telling us earlier in the pre-show meeting, they just never make it far. You know, oh, they, they, they always get knocked out in they the first round. They made it back-to-back Final Fours not that long ago. Different coach. They, to me, are the most overrated team in the whole. Oh, for the love of God. They got a five seed. They can't be overrated as a five seed. They lost to Penn State three times. Okay, but they beat Michigan State. They beat Purdue. That's true. That's true. I know it's true. That's why I'm saying you don't have to give it to me. I know what I'm saying. (laughs) For the love of God. I just, there's nothing about them that pops up to me. Well, they had the player of the year in the Big Ten. So how about that? Saturday, the last time they got exited out. Oh, for the love of God. Get out of here. Get out of here with your terrible analysis. <laughs> Go Jackrabbit. Yeah, well, you, okay, I'll agree with that. Just turn the damn <laughs> microphone up. Let's go to Matt next up on the Crowley Show. Hello, Matt. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. Who do you want? Uh, I'm going over North Carolina. I can give you neither of those, but I can give you a team that I think's going to the Sweet 16 and a team that's near and dear to my heart, the West Virginia Mountaineers. All right, I'll take it. Oh... Tom, how dare you? They just better hope they don't run into Kansas again. That's all I have to say. Oh, get out of here. Thanks, Matt. 412-922-2874. Matt gets West Virginia. He's on my bandwagon. I think West Virginia's got a really good shot to go to the Sweet 16. A really good shot. Because I'm not a big fan of Wichita State this year. A couple of years ago when they were 10 seed, they were incredibly underseeded. It was Bush League. It was awful. They didn't deserve that. And that stinks. But now, as a four seed, they don't have the resume West Virginia has. They haven't played the schedule that West Virginia has. They've struggled with some of the better teams that they've played. To me, they're a five, they're a six, or worse. They lost to Notre Dame. That's one of the good teams that they played. They lost to Oklahoma earlier in the year. That's a tournament team. They lost to Houston. They lost to SMU. They lost to Temple. They lost to Houston again. They've lost to Cincinnati, a team that everyone has fallen in love with 
So I'm not a huge believer in Wichita State. I think West Virginia has a really good opportunity to go to the Sweet 16. I think they're going to beat Murray State because I've seen Murray State play 35 times this year. 412-922-2874 if you call up. Whatever team you pick, however far they go, determines the prize you get. If they don't win a game, you get a $10 Sensi's gift card. We like this place. It's one of our pl- favorite places to go. That'll buy you three drinks at happy hour. If you advance to the round of 32, you get an ESPN Pittsburgh shirt. If you advance to the Sweet 16, you get a $50 gift card to the Carlton downtown. If you advance to the Elite Eight, that's a $50 gift card to the Walnut Grill. Final Four, that's a $100 gift card to Heinz Healy's downtown. If you're in the championship game, that is a foursome to Old Stonewall Golf Club, which is badass, and the grand prize is a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel, double occupancy, and two rounds of golf for two included. So if you win the grand prize, I'll just say what you're all thinking. You're getting late. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. More of this, our comprehensive bracket breakdown. Next, plus the five-minute major. It's the Crowley Show.